broke a nail. Uh, that's not the topic of my show. Now listen, you know, since I announced my uh, my little vacation from the Harry Potter fandom, I've been getting emails and comments from people saying, oh, Kira, I'm so sorry people were mean to you. You know, um, I really love your work. Not realizing something very fundamental about my vacation from Harry Potter. Um, the thing is, is that... Um, I don't care about negative comments. Uh, I get them. I delete them. I don't care about threats. I get them. I file them away for the FBI later. I don't care about hostile male readers. And they they are most often male. Um, um, The thing is, is I'm quite used to men not being particularly polite, both online and in person. Um, it isn't the problem. Zara Azkaban is not the problem. Um, I don't give a shit what those assholes in Zara Azkaban think. I really, really don't. Um, and I don't care if they don't like me or if I'm, they think I'm a mean bitch or they think I'm a nasty woman. I don't care. They aren't the problem. They're easy to overlook. But who isn't easy to overlook are the multitude of readers who don't realize they're assholes. And it goes something like this. I post two or three shorts from the Stargate fandom I get thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This was awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love the Stargate fandom. I post three or four shorts from Harry, two or three shorts at the time for Harry Potter. Every other comment was more. I want more. I want more. When can I have more? And then almost immediately after I posted all those little shorts, I got an, <laughs> for those of you who are on my Facebook or who follow me on Tumblr have seen this post because I answered it in public. Somebody asked me a question, when can they expect a longer work in Harry Potter from me? When can they expect Now, see, that's the problem with the Harry Potter fandom um, that I have. It's really weighed on me to, um, and you know what? I would rather someone call me a thunder cunt than to ask me for more. I am so serious. I'd rather sit down on my ass right here, right now, go over to Zara Azkaban, log in, and say, hey, bitches, what's up, and wait for the responses than to get one person on my fucking website telling me they want more. And they excuse this behavior because... They're not insulting. 
and they're not, from their point of view, they're not being threatening. They're not, you know, they're not being the quintessential asshole fan. They're being the other kind of asshole fan, the greedy, entitled fan, which is honestly worse because it's so insincere. At least those assholes in Zara Azkaban, I know exactly what they think. But these people, right, Jeep, um, said in the chat room, but they aren't being abusive. They're not being abusive. They are, oh, I love your story. It's the best thing ever, right? It's only 100K. Is there going to be any more? (laughs) It's, you know, the thing is, the thing is, is if it only happened once or twice, it would be easy to kind of like let it slide off. But it happens constantly to the point where I didn't even want to post my Harry Potter, my little Harry Potter shorts on my site because I knew that it was going to generate questions. Can I have more? But that's not all it generated. And this really, I. I don't know where this trend comes from, but you bitches need to stop. If one more person asks me if they can continue my work for me, I'm going to start stabbing people. I am so serious. Several people, one person actually said on my own site that they hoped that somebody else ran with the idea that I'd done in one of my short works and made it something longer. Ran with the idea. One person asked if they could take it and continue it into a longer work. Straight out. Because why don't you just say, I don't like what you've done and I want to fix That's what you're really saying. And then, you know, actually today I actually got someone, and this was actually not a Harry Potter fan, or at least not um, in that group of people who uh, constantly tells me how much they love my work while they're demanding more. Um, this person <laughs> sent me a long email talking about how much she loved um, one of my stories, my, um, one of my excerpts that I put up as a gift to my readers one Christmas, um, or what, maybe it was an EAD, I don't know, but anyway, it was a gift and a sneak peek, um, and um, it's it's actually something that's very, it's very personal and very important to me, um, and it's the Spartan AU. Um, I invested six months um, just in the world building for the Spartan AU, I had to. There's a lot of work in the Spartan AU, and only about ten percent of it is actually online right now. Um, and this person asked me if they could continue John's story. I'm not gonna lie. I had to get up and leave my computer before I could respond in a civilized manner because um, 
if I have ever in my life had a this is Sparta moment in fandom, it happened today. I and the thing is, is I know, I know this person did not mean to be insulting. And I know this person did not mean to offend the absolute fuck out of me. Although they did. Um, because here's the thing. When someone marks a story abandoned and says, hey, this is abandoned, that's one thing. But there's not – even this, the series I outright did abandon <laughs> isn't marked as such. It's marked as basically finished because I'm never going back to it, and I said it on the thing. But I still wouldn't give anybody permission to continue that work those are my words, and that might sound a little selfish considering this is fan fiction we're talking about here, but when it comes to especially the Spartan AU, um, at the time, it was unique in Stargate. Nobody had done anything like that, you know, um, adding um, a Spartan uh, mythology to the Stargate fandom, and I spent a great deal of time merging um, timelines and building character profiles, and um, building a world timeline for the actual work. And it is almost, I mean, it is actually more original than it is fan fiction because of how much I put into it. Very much like on, on the work I'm doing for Synthetic. Whereas I'm using fandom characters, the entire world is built on something else. Now, so the Spartan AU is actually part of um, the... Uh, the Halo games on Xbox, and I'm a big Halo player. Thank you, Jilly, because it just wasn't coming out of my mouth. I mean, it was like right there. Um, and um, so there's all those fandom elements from Halo and from Stargate, but the premise is mine. And to actually think that. For those of you who are wondering what that tapping was earlier, that was my nail file because I broke a nail and I and I ended up tapping it on my desk. Um, cause I, I do that when I'm irritated, which is normally why when I'm on my podcast I don't have anything in my hand like that because I will tap it. Um, there's just something really irritating about it. But there were four or five comments, and not all of them got approved on my site. Um asking for continuation of this short work, despite the fact that it was marked complete. Um, these are Harry Potter shorts. Uh, and it just got so frustrating. And then that person asked me when they could expect another full-length work from me and Harry Potter. And I was 100% done. I was a hundred percent done, and um, today I got an email, um, and this person was um, very upset that the rest of um, the rest of us are being punished because certain people um, don't know how to behave. Da da da. I, I love your work so much, and I'm looking forward to whatever you write in the future in the Harry Potter fan. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, not understanding. That while she's not personally someone I could pick out on my site as a problem, 
the very attitude she was displaying in the email is the problem. I'm not punishing my Harry Potter readers by not posting. I am separating myself from the Harry Potter fandom and going on vacation because you people are making me hate my work. And for those of you who are not writers, you don't understand how deeply offensive it is as a writer to hate your own work. And it's really infuriating. Um, And then to get told that I'm basically punishing my readers for the bad behavior of a few. I got news for you people. It's not a few. There are honestly, there are three kinds of Harry Potter fans. The ones that are pleased to get what they get. And they're most often older and in other fandoms as well, um, are Harry Draco shippers, who are also often older, um, more mature, and sometimes weirdly heterophobic. (laughs) But okay. And then there are the Harry Hermione shippers. And within that subset, there are two kinds. The kind that are grateful and the kind who immediately demand more from you no matter how much you post. They also don't want you to put gay in it, gay content in it. They don't want... um, They just have a whole list of things that they will not tolerate. And then when you don't meet their standard, they get um, really weird. And, you know, the thing is, is that um, my my inability to deal with the immaturity in um, Harry Potter is Stargate's fault. Because I entered fandom as an adult in the Stargate fandom. And the Stargate is full of some really awesome people. Um, very talented writers. I think I think really seriously that Stargate has the most talented writers in fandom. Bar none. Uh, and um, two guys... There's actually just two kinds of Stargate fans. The kind that are really happy to get what they get, and the kind who complain. And you can easily separate them out, you know. But in Harry Potter, there's like this whole mob mentality, and there's different mobs. And they don't, um, they're real assholes. I'm just going to put that out there. They're... They're they're real assholes, and I am um, I'm just not prepared to deal with it. And while there are yes, there are plenty of star of Harry Potter fans who are just happy to get what they get, and are thrilled to read 
and don't expect anything and don't make any demands and um, are just really just genuinely awesome people. They are unfortunately a um, very quiet voice and get drowned out by these entitled little bitches and their demands. And I've been thinking about it, and what crosses my mind most, and I know this is going to be really ugly, but um, I'm going to say it anyway. My most demanding readers are very young girls and adult men. Like older, older men. Is that weird? Uh, and you know, I'm thinking to myself, what is this? What is this? And I realize the common denominator is probably Emma Watson. There's the Emma Watson fans, and then there are the other Emma Watson fans that I really don't want to talk to. There are the young girls who, um, who you know, who kind of um, want to emulate her and who are very enamored with her, um, with her person. And then there are the dirty old men who like to sexualize Emma Watson and probably have been doing it since she was about 14. And honestly, you can't often tell the difference between them. They are demanding and entitled and greedy and selfish. I want more. I need more. I find this very intriguing. Can I hear more about this? I want this. I want this. I want that. I don't like this, though, so please don't do this anymore. And why are you wasting your time doing this? Because it's kind of boring. (sighs) Oh, fuck you, fetuses. Just just fuck off. And it's really, you know, honestly, it, I, I, I'm, I'm being, perf- I'm being perfectly honest when I say, and I'm gonna say it again. I would rather be called a cunt than have somebody ask me for more after I post a completed work. I don't care if it's a thousand words or a hundred thousand words. When you ask me for more, you know what that says to me? I'm not satisfied with what you've done, and now I need more, and it's all your fault. And honestly, I fucking hate greedy people. I I really do. There is something really terribly unattractive about greedy people. I don't like to be around them. No no matter what they're greedy for, whether it's money or or just anything, it just it's really I wonder. I'm just, I'm sorry, I got an apple in my mouth. I'm just really deeply offended by the whole thing. So no, I'm not punishing my Harry Potter readers um, by not writing Harry Potter. Um, I'm taking a break for my own benefit. And 
for anybody to assume they're being penalized for me taking care of myself, that is really super inappropriate. Because it's not nice when you ask for more. It really is not. The only time you can ask me for more is that when you're sitting down at my dinner table and you want some more food. I'm Southern. I got more food in the kitchen. That's just what we do. There's going to be more. Plus dessert. (laughs) That's just the way that works in the South. But otherwise, I don't want to hear more come out of your mouth. I really don't. And me not giving you more is not a punishment. And I really, I really don't understand it. I don't get it. Shailen said something in the chat room that's really interesting. She said, a person's... (laughs) Wait, how do you stop it? Okay, stop scrolling. Okay. A person's perception is their reality, and they believe you right to provide them pleasure, the you being me. Um, I, you know, you're absolutely right. That is that is absolutely true, um, that they uh, they don't see me as anything more than um, a provider of fiction, and that's perfectly okay because they don't know me. Um, but... I don't owe anybody a fucking thing. <laughs> and you really honestly should expect nothing from me. Uh, I, I don't understand. I don't. I'm, I find the whole thing, I find the whole experience really frustrating. Um and uh but like I said, Stargate kinda of spoiled me because when I came into Stargate, the only time I ever had any grief in Stargate is when I did the BDSMAU and I knew that was coming. Um, Xanth warned me. She she certainly did. Um that, that was going to happen and it did and there were some people who were deeply disturbed and unhappy with me for writing what I wrote and I don't care and there were some insults and some threats and I hope you get raped and you be killed and you're a terrible person and you're you're uh, glorifying domestic abuse, you know, you name it, it came out of somebody's mouth. Um, but it never really bothered me the way this shit bothers me today. I mean, I just delete, 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 move on, delete, delete, and sometimes bitch to Lady Holder. I, I'm not gonna lie, I did bitch about it, but it isn't the same thing as getting so frustrated that I had to get up and leave my computer. Um, like I haven't been doing every time I post something in Harry Potter. It never fails. I have all these emails and all these comments. And what they really want to know and what they really focus on is not what I've just posted, but what I'm going to post next. When I posted Courting Hermione Granger... Which, by the way, is, um, gosh, I'm going to look it up now. Bum, 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 bum. 
Bum, bum, bum. Black Moss singing? That's me singing. Not really. I'm not really singing. Um, According to Monty Granger was 90,000 words, basically. Uh, and um, roughly 12 hours after I posted it, I'd already received about, received about 15 emails asking when they were going to get the next part to Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond. Because what happens is, I post a Harry Potter fic, and they're reminded, oh, Kira, I have to go ask her about my favorite thing. So they're reminded that I'm over here and they need to go ask me about what they want, not what I've just posted. Um, in fact, today when I posted that little short that I, um, that I did for Harry and Hermione um, called, um, what did I call that? Problem solving? Um, I did not post it on Tumblr. This is really interesting. I posted it on Twitter and Facebook like I always do, but I did not post it on Tumblr. And I haven't yet gotten a I want more comment yet. Um, So I'm thinking I might have to delete my Tumblr. (laughs) Just because I... I think that that's in that's plugging me into a part of the fandom that I really don't want to be involved in. But it, it was really interesting. I don't know why I did it that way. I was just an experiment to see how that would go. And I think eventually this, those little bitches on um, Tumblr will find me and they'll come over here and you know bitch or they're currently on their Tumblr right now I'm bitching about this podcast. I don't know, um, but. I don't care. I I'm really uh I don't expect you know, I would rather get no comment than one asking for more. If you can't say thank you, don't fucking say anything. I don't need a thank you. I really don't. But if you want to give me one, that's fine. If you want to say you liked it, that's fine. But asking for more is not a compliment. <laughs> oh, Azure, we all know what Tumblr is for. Anybody who's not been to your Tumblr is missing out. I don't like to be asked for a sequel. I don't like to be asked for more. I don't, and I especially don't like for people to offer me options for how they would like me to continue. My work. I don't actually care how you'd like me to continue my work. Seriously, I don't give a shit. I'm trying to think if I could. No, I'm not sure I could. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I might care. I, I can't. I I can't think of anything to make me care about that shit. I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Um, that's just not possible. I don't care. 
I don't care what pairings you like. I don't care um, what tropes you like. I don't care what sexual positions you like or what sex acts you don't like. I don't care. Um, if you don't like time travel, I don't care. If you don't like Stargate, I don't care. If you don't like the Sentinel, I don't care. If you don't like BDSM, I literally do not give a shit. I don't care. I'm tired of you telling me. But you do you, boo. And if and if you want to continue to put you on my black comment list, and that way you won't be able to comment at all, or you'll be going to my trash folder, and then I'll and then we'll both be happy. You'll be able to say the stupid shit you want to say, and I won't have to read it. It's just really, you know, it's just really, um, just. You know what it's like when you post a fic and someone asks you for more? It's like when you give somebody a birthday present and they open it and they make over it for about 30 seconds and then they look at you and ask you if if there are any more presents. Is that it? Is this all you got me? Really? Except I'm not giving you presents on your birthday. I'm giving you presents at practically every fucking day. Well, not literally every fucking day, but you come to my site. You can read something for free. It's a present. You can do that every day. Oh, I always give a gift receipt because I'm terrible at, at buying gifts. But um, I won't even waste my time if somebody if if, if somebody were to ask me if if there are more. Are you serious? If you're under the age, if you're over the age of eight, and and you're asking for more presents, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, I did say eight, not eighteen. Just saying. Just saying. Not regretting it either. Not regretting my choices there. Nope, no regrets. None. Not a... I just, you know, <laughs> it's just really annoying. It is just super, super annoying. And um, I could be precariously whiny about that. Uh, it, you know, so, but getting an email today telling me that I was punishing my other readers um, in my efforts to punish the people who have pissed me off. Um, I'm not pissed off. I'm frustrated, and I'm not punishing anybody. I'm taking care of me. Um, and um, asking for more is fucking rude.
Yeah, I'm a Harry Potter fan. I don't agree with being called Dudley Dursley. But there is a segment of Harry Potter fans that are definitely Dudleys. Definitely Dudleys. Um, And I can make a list of them. Just put it on my site, name the page Dudleys, and just list a whole bunch of usernames with no context. (laughs) It's just so... It's just so complete, and it's really, you know, it's really irritating because, um, <clears throat> you know, um, here's the thing. Someone said in the chat room that it's just best to um, ignore the email. I don't agree. I don't agree because. So telling someone that it's um, best to ignore somebody else um, mistreating you in any fashion um, is is terrible. Uh, and, I don't, and I know that's not what you meant. Um, that's not what you meant. But in, when you take it to uh, circumstances where you've got somebody um, who's sending you four or five emails a day um, – and you open one of them up and it's full of, of bullshit, uh, telling you, telling that person to ignore that email is like saying, um, oh, you know, just just ignore it. Just ignore it. It's okay. But it's not okay. It's not okay. What has happened in this email is absolutely not okay. And you have every right to tell that person on the other end of the email that this is not okay. What you've said here is not okay, and I don't appreciate it, and I'm very fucking offended. Thank you. Thank you so much, double bird. Because women are often taught to... Be quiet. Don't make a scene. Ignore it. Ignore the guy who catcalls you. Ignore the guy who grabs your ass in the club uh, or in the bar. Ignore the guy at work who reaches across you every chance he gets in every meeting possible and rubs his arm up against your tits. Ignore all that. Ignore all that and it will go away. Be nice. Smile. Suck it up and ignore it. Take the high road. Eventually, bitches run out of road. I ran out of road around 27, to be perfectly honest. So, when someone emails you or sends you a comment that is the only way they have to interact with you online and they are intruding on you often with their own demands and greed and and their entitlement and you have absolutely every right to respond and I'm going to respond in a variety of fashions and I have actually gotten grief for this in the fandom before we're not ignoring um negative comments and uh, being told, oh, don't feed the trolls. Here's the thing. Um, for those of you who haven't been paying attention, that doesn't work anymore. It, 
Ignoring a troll doesn't work. Ignoring a man doesn't work. You have to have, you have to instill consequences for bad behavior. Now when someone trolls me on my site because I'm members only, I block their fucking IP. And their email address and every variety of their username that I can think of. There was a dude from Germany that got his whole region blocked. I blocked a thousand IP addresses just to get him. Is that rude? Could be. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm banning some countries outright anyway. I'm banning that part of Germany because that dude lives there. If his neighbors don't like it, they need to kick his ass. I also banned 150 addresses... IP addresses in um, ro- um in in the United States in order to get somebody to refuse them access to both my site and Rough Trade. Don't give a shit. Watch me not give a shit because there have to be consequences when you're an asshole. Um, if someone from a banned IP address tries to log in, tries to come to my site, they get redirected to um, a video on YouTube. They don't even get a chance to see my site. They have no idea what it looks like. They are immediately... um, They are immediately (laughs) thrown to a video on YouTube so they don't even get an opportunity to to log in and if I've just banned their email address and they try to come in my site will cuss them out if they try to log in with that email address or make an account with that email address because that's the consequences and one dude one dude <laughs> It was great. I looked it up based on his IP, based on his ISP, which I also have from his IP address. Um, I had banned his IP address, and he um, got a new account um, for my site, and I saw that he'd gotten a new IP address. Well, I know because I investigated his ISP that he... (laughs) And that it wasn't a public IP address, that it was actually a private um, IP address for a home. Um, He'd actually paid $200 to get his IP changed. I banned the new one, too. (laughs) I regret nothing. (laughs) Watch me. Watch me. Um, the only, you know, the I think the only country that is safe from an outright total ban is um, 
Well, actually, you know, I'm going to be perfectly honest. N- nobody's safe from a ban because I'm not going to tolerate that kind of behavior. I'm not going to ignore it. I'm not going to take the high road. I'm not going to um, uh, allow these people to um, be in my space that I pay for and um, and be assholes. I'm, I'm just not going to. Australia is probably safe from me as far as banning goes, because um, there are lots of things in Australia that can kill you, and besides Christmas there. And I live in the United States, so of course I can't be in the United States, because then I wouldn't really come to my own site. Um, So obviously the United States is safe, but it doesn't mean everywhere in the United States is safe. I did have someone email me who was in the vicinity of somebody I had banned, and I caught them by accident in my 100 IP ban, Um, and they emailed me and promised me they wouldn't share their internet with the person who had been banned if I I would let them back in. (laughs) So I did. I let her back in. Um... She gave me a list of IP addresses that she would use to log in, so I put them all on my whitelist, so, so she'd be okay. Uh, but um, apparently she only lived like um, I don't know, two or three blocks from that asshole who called me. Why did he call me? What did he call me? It was it, on Facebook, no less, in public. It was terrible. Yeah, there were several assholes. I think it was um, carpet liquor. Not that there's anything wrong with eating pussy, because there's not. There's nothing wrong with that. But that was very derogatory. And I didn't appreciate it. But what was most um, annoying about that was the um, the misogyny attached to that whole uh, <clears throat> uh, comment that got him banned and most of his neighbors. The best part about banning somebody at their home address is if they go somewhere like a public IP and they create an account like a laptop and then they go home, they still can't log in because their IP address is banned. So they can only read my porn in public. Barbara says she ran to a group of people who describe women as people who have to squat to pee. I'll have you know, people who Barbara met today, that women don't actually have to squat to pee. We do it for cleanliness's sake, and all of us have to do that. My aunt had her bladder tacked, and she could pee like a man. In fact, she aimed better than most men I know. And Julie said, okay, I got called, being my mods got called a bunch of cunt-licking bitches. 
in public on Facebook. And there was something else that it was um Remember having a loose vagina? I don't even know my shit's tied as a fist. I, it was very misogynistic. Anyways, he got he got his whole neighborhood banned. Um, so I can pee standing up. Anyways, so that's the thing. Uh, you know, and I, I find it really offensive that people think they're being punished. And I'm thinking to myself, when I kind of shifted into Stargate because of that, ter- I mean, Harry Potter because of that terrible experience I had in my chat room, um, did that make my Stargate fans feel, feel punished? Because I couldn't write anal sex because I saw that terrible, terrible, no good, terrible thing in my chat room. Oh, he said, if if you're willing to get on your knees for the high privilege of licking their overstretched twats, that that's what got him banned. I, mm. I remember now. Thank you, Jilly. Appreciate it. (laughs) Overstretched twat. Oh yeah, then he see I I kicked him out of Minion headquarters first, and he told me I was violating his freedom of speech. As much as I like to think I'm fucking all um all powerful, I'm not actually the United States government, so I can't impede your freedom of speech. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. I'm glad you didn't feel like you were being punished when I took a break from Stargate. Although it wasn't really a complete break since I was still doing projects for um um various challenges and stuff. It's just it's um at least I tried. But then there was a the whole thing where I couldn't write anal sex and it it took me a while to get over it. Um and there was a thing that, that it was a terrible thing and I can't talk about it cuz it might ruin me again and I'm get, I'm going right into um nano pretty soon and I I don't want to um mess that up. I got plans. <laughs> In MHQ, there is no First Amendment. Um, no, there, there's not. There really is not a First Amendment in MHQ because, um, because I fucking said so. I don't know if there's going to actually be sex in synthetic, but I don't want to limit myself. I mean, I I have um, some, uh, in my plot, I have some intimacy moments marked off. 
Um, but I don't know um, if sex is going to be in play, uh, considering the situation and the circumstances. It's just um, uh, synthetic is mostly about me- mental and emotional intimacy, and the uh, the how uh, the the conscious mind uh, responds in a synthetic body. And all that stuff. So it's going to be really interesting. And I'm really looking forward to writing it. Where the fuck is my blog? There it is. Hello. Hello, Lady Holder. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Well, I am listening to you, but I also got distracted because I was writing one of the, the uh, prompts, so you know. <laughs> I do have I my bear. Work. I, I do have my plotting bear. Um, his name is Seamus, by the way. Um, and Aww. I even have his birth certificate from uh, Build a Bear. And um, I'm sitting on my cape. <laughs> and my my cape is actually a snuggie. I don't have one I have of those. No shame. My, ca- my my cape yeah. is a snuggie, and I wear it. Like I'm not a cape. giving the husband ideas. No, I I put my okay. my heart, and I I wear it backwards because you're supposed to you're supposed to wear a snuggie, like you're supposed to put your arms in and the leg is supposed to be in the front. Mm-hmm. I normally wear it in the back. I walk around my house in a snuggie. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Watch me not care. It's I have not a cold enough there. for me to actually have and one. She does. Let me tell you the story. Let me tell you the story of the plotting bear. Um, for one of my birthdays, two years ago, me and my mom were in the mall, and she had talked. She had talked about going to Build a Bear, uh, for one of um, the kids' birthdays, one of one of my nieces' birthdays, um, mm-hmm. which is was over the summer, and I said it was bullshit that they didn't have Build a Bear when I was little, so I never got a Build a Bear on my birthday. Well, my mama took me in to <laughs> build a bear, and I built a bear. I chose his his body and um, his filling, and I picked out a little heart. He has a little heart inside. I picked it out, um, and it, it beats. It has. It does. Um, I picked out his clothes. He's wearing overalls and tennis shoes, and. Um, He's wearing a T-shirt that has a football team on it um, for my husband. Oh, let me guess. Seahawks? Yeah. Oh, I had, <laughs> no, I had, I, no, actually. I had somebody. No. It's, it's not. Hang on. It's I had not. somebody. It's the other team. Okay. I had somebody today, as I was uh, dealing with phone calls at the, the call center I work at, um, go, because where I am isn't really any, any um, secret that I live out in Arizona. And the, the gentleman on the line, um, actually, no, it was earlier this week, um, commented, you know, um, not trying to be rude or anything, but go Seahawks. And I'm going, yeah, have fun with that. I hate football. And he goes, really? Wow. I hate football. But, so I named him Seamus, and I have a birth certificate and everything, and he is my plotting bear. I I, and he, he, the reason he's my plotting bear is because when I plot sometimes, I'll hold him under my my um, left arm like a little kid does. 
<laughs> while I'm plotting. I'll be like riding. I'll be like riding with one hand and holding my bear in the other. And I don't even know when I picked him up, but I also have a plushy minion that um <laughs> sits on my desk. But I have oh, a plotting so bear, cute. and my plotting bear is um named Seamus. I have I have a cat who's chewing on one of my hands. His name is Farragut. Does that count? <laughs> no. And Jack is Jack is terribly jealous of, of of Seamus. He doesn't like Seamus at all. Every time I hold no. Seamus, Jack, my dog, huffs at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seamus the plotting bear. Um. So, but yeah. Oh, I gotta find six more bloody words. Okay. So, sorry. I would very much like <laughs> to have. Um, um, I don't want a chirping Tweety in my bra. Not like Azure. One of my nephews got an Incredible Hulk build a bear. <laughs> I, was, I was really jealous. Um, but I would very much prefer a Mr. Spock build a bear. Hmm. Ooh, really? He's got a black widow bear? You can get anything playing on at the bear. I want an Ewok bear. That'd be fun. An Ewok. I want to build an Ewok. It's not that difficult. Hmm. Okay. And there's a Darth Vader bear. Oh, my God. Okay. I didn't see that. Uh, Jeep, you had a question about the prompts. What was the question? Did I? Yeah. Have you already asked it? If so, we got to go find it. Okay, go ask it. Ask it then. Ask it. But I'm going to the Darth Vader bear while you're doing that. For whatever reason, it wasn't wasn't working for me, but okay. I I know when there's a build bear by me, so I think I'm going to be going to go visit. Hmm. I can't get any of these build bear links to work. I'm very disappointed. Me either. I've written, Jeep says I've written two, uh, but they're non-part of an established fandom. Okay. Um, like one happens before my November... Um, Okay, Jeep. Are you saying that they're part? They're part of an established fandom, or they're not part of an established fandom? Oh, hey. Okay, that works. <laughs> I'm breathing. <laughs> So, Jeep says they're set in, and I guess her, her stories are set in Atlantis, but they have non-Stargate characters. Okay, that works. 
Okay, so what what was your question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, really. Did, um, did I miss the question? Oh, actually, oh. if they're um like you like you mean on your own site when you're posting them on um like AO3 or something, um if they're set on Stargate, m- mark the um character as. OMC or OFC or original female or original male yeah. and put the fandom down as Stargate. Yeah, I mean, if they're set on Atlantis, put Stargate in your fandom. And then just when you're listing your characters, just put original character. If you set an original character down in a fandom environment, you need to list the fandom that they're going to be set down in as a um, as a rule. Like, if I did an original character um, in the Teen Wolf fandom, drop them down in... I really wish your, your whole conversation was one big piece so I could see it, because you're confusing the hell out of me. <laughs> Uh, she's wondering how to tag them on on on. Guys, stop talking. Let her uh, on the big short, um, but not original characters. Okay, so I what? Yeah, it doesn't have tags. If you're wondering how to label it in the actual um, uh, first part of the thing when when we you know put up what our fandom is and all the rest, if that's what you're looking for. Take a wild stab at it and go. There's no, there's no one true way. We just use the convenient method because we all like it. <laughs> there's a build a bear stormtrooper. <laughs> I hope he has a gun that works and he has good aim. Hopefully. Okay, so. She's talking a big question, so let's just wait because um, I'm having a little sugar issue and um, I'm having a hard time concentrating on all those um, different parts. Okay. Anyway. Go eat. uh, I'm eating. But it doesn't go away even when you eat. The the kind of the mental confusion time. I know. Take time. (laughs) Okay. Hey, I answered it. Great. Yay. Um... I think that if you write fandom characters, like if you're doing a crossover and you put like you put Derek down or Styles down on Atlantis, you would put Stargate hmm? slash Teen Wolf mm-hmm. on the forum. I told you there was a Spock bear. I want the Spock bear. Oh my, there's two stock bears. One of them. What? Yeah, one has a finger. You bought you you um 
the call jumped, so I didn't hear what you actually said. Oh no, you you have to buy the accessories separate. They give you a naked bear, and you have to buy clothes. Okay. <laughs> he has so long and prosper on his foot. <laughs> uh, I like the one with wearing the blue uniform with the boots. That's really cute. But but you gotta buy it all separately. The pants, the shirt, the boots. That's how they get you. Mhm. Bear will be like, now see, in this they they they're including everything. It's fifty. It's fifty two fifty. If you go into the store. The bear's twelve bucks. The pants are five bucks. The shirt's fifteen bucks. You know, but they're giving you a, a, a whole big set here on the site. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. I'm bookmark this ship. Oh, come on. Spot Bear is cute. Just don't put him in a red shirt. Oh, no, that's just rude. Oh, you know what's really going to be distracting this year? Well, it seems to happen every November, but um, the the new Star Trek is going to be out in November to actually get the the, uh, DVD. I don't think a red shirt bear is an appropriate plotting bear. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not sure you should put your plotting bear in a red shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. You know, people are just a little bit twisted. A little. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did want to point out, for those of you who haven't been over to my site in the past hour and a half, that I am um, going through the spontaneous construction period. I still have to do that. <sighs> I really don't want to do that. It's a lot of work. I have yeah. stuff. Afraid that I'm going to do something and tear it all down, but okay. Whatever. We'll, well they have to have Hulk cans because they have a Hulk bear. And then if you don't have, if your Hulk bear doesn't have, you can't Hulk your bear out if you don't have all the stuff to go with him. So he needs a face and hands and feet and a muscle shirt so you can Hulk your bear out. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. What's the point of having a hawk bear if he doesn't hawk out? When I was very young, they came out with the first Teddy Ruxpin, and he was creepy. 
Teddy Ruxpin's <laughs> coming out again this year. Creepy oh, no. fact 10. If you ever saw one when you were little, Teddy Ruxpin was about a 5 creepy. But the new Teddy Ruxpin's at least a 10 creepy, okay? Because he's not, he doesn't have those little rolly eyes anymore. He has LED light eyes in he, now. Oh, no. They're digital. Oh. And they are twice as creepy as they used to be. I used to put I put a Clarence Carter tape in my Teddy Ruxpin noise. You've not lived until <laughs> you until you watched a Teddy Ruxpin sing stroking. I You don't know. That is some funny shit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> actually, tickle me that tickle me Elmo one. You know the the one where you can put the the, the damn tape in it. Mm. Yeah, I worked at a Walmart the year. Um, I, I'm I'm going to date myself here. The year that Tickle Me Elmo was the most sought after Christmas toy of the year. That was mm-hmm. the Tickle Me Elmo year. That I worked in a Walmart and I worked in Layaway. And for those of you who don't know what Layaway means, you put all this stuff in on layaway and then you pay it off gradually and then come get it before Christmas mm-hmm. and that way you have all your shopping done. Right. Um for those of you in other countries who might not who might not know what that is. Anyway, so there were hundreds upon hundreds of boxes that are layaway. Mm-hmm. Um I had um in these big rolling shelves and there were about four hundred tickle me elmos. <laughs> in these shelves, and these all shelves are auto, like automated. No, no, no. They're all boxed away. Thank They're goodness. all wrapped right up in boxes, taped shut. Um, unfortunately, every time you moved one of these shelves, you pushed the button, and it would roll on electric wheels. <laughs> every fucking <laughs> tickle me Elmo on that shelf would start up, and the boxes would rattle. Oh. <laughs> and you would hear tickle me Elmo <laughs> laughing his ass off, right? To the point that by the time oh. it came time to pick up the Christmas playaways, every fucking Tickle Me Elmo in the store was dead. So we would be like, um, and what was worse, the worst part about this is that Tickle Me Elmo was so popular and people were so desperate to get one that oh. any time we had a layaway that came out into the um, section that, that was getting picked up and it had a Tickle Me Elmo in it, we would do two things. One, we had security escorts for the people who had Tickle Me Elmos in their railway. And it would be like, okay, here's all your stuff. We're going to tape your box back up. Do not open your box in the store. Do not open your box in the parking lot. Security is going to walk you to the front door. You're going to put your package in your car, and you're going to leave with it. Here are some batteries for your Tickle Me Elmo. Because <laughs> it's dead. Uh-huh. Because oh, the first man. time we had somebody pick up their railway, this lady picked up her railway, and she had Tickle Me Elmo, and the person who unpacked her railway to show her that she had all of her items, which is what you're supposed to do, didn't retape her box. 
So the Elmo was oh, kind of no. sticking out a little bit, and this woman punched this lady in the face and took her Elmo. Oh, it oh took my God. two store recovery and you know, uh, merchandise recovery, you know, the, the undercover don't uh-huh. steal from us guys. They they had to chase her through the store. She got mugged in Walmart. <laughs> they had to chase that woman through the store. <laughs> she had an elbow tucked under her arm. <laughs> she was oh, running out from leather. She was gonna get that elbow out of the store. And um she uh they tackled her in the front. And they brought the Elmo back to the lady, and they called the cops and everything. But after that, um, we had stationed security in Lailway because there were no more Elmos to be bought. And they were selling for three or $4,000 each. Yeah. And people were crazy about this thing. And we were like, okay, if you're picking up, this is what you're picking up. And, you're going, and we would take them into another room, open their way for them, and show them what they had. Put it back in, tape it, do not open it, get in your car, and go home with it. Do not take this anywhere else. You will get robbed. <laughs> you know, I remember years ago, and this is me dating me, um, the the other craze that happened was when um, Cabbage Patch Dolls came out. And my parents, I don't even remember which one of us wanted one of those bloody things, my sister or me, but my parents were, were doing the, you know, looking at all the stores in the area to find it. I don't think we got one that year because my parents looked at us and go and went, no, it's insane. We don't have that much money, <laughs> you know, to try and, and – you know, to try and buy one or, or, or jerk one out of somebody's hands and beat them down so that way you can hold on to it. Well, there was one man in um, in Walmart. This lady um, mm-hmm. came out. She picked up an Elmo, and that's all she had on Lily was an Elmo. And it was in the box, and he'd watched it be opened by the clerk. And um, security was there, and then they were keeping an eye on him because he'd been lingering in Lilway for like an hour and a half. And he approached that oh. lady and said, I will give you $5,000 in cash for that Elmo. I got nothing. I, I don't she know if I would have done it or not. She looked at me, and she looked at the clerk who helped her, and she looked at security. And um, the security guy goes, ma'am, if, if, if you want to do this, um, I'll walk you out to the car with your money. But if you want to keep your Elmo, I'll walk you out to the car with your Elmo. <laughs> so he walked her out to the car with $5,000, and he came back and walked out the other guy with the Elmo. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. $5,000 for a fucking Tickle Me Elmo. Because she said, she says, okay, I'll take the money. And she counted it. She counted it out and put, put it in an envelope and put it in her purse. She turned, she turned to me and the, clerk, the, the, the other girl who's working in the other station. And she says, I can buy my kid a lot of shit with $5,000. They're going to get over that Elmo. <laughs> yes. And here's the thing. You know, Jesus, all she needed to do was use 500 of it. And she could have bought the kid a lot of stuff and used the other $4,500 for shit they needed. Okay. Know, right? I'm sorry, but there's a... There's a level of stupidity that is, ah, 
Well, you know, when, that, when, um, when, the, when the new Xbox came out, like the Xbox 360 came out right before Christmas, um, uh-huh. it was retailed for like $700, and people were selling them oh, on yeah. eBay for $1,500, $2,000, and, and people were actually in bidding wars over these Xbox 360s when it, when it was brand new. Um, it's insanity. It is absolutely what was I, I was reading... I was reading a, a, a fan fiction story, and I don't even remember what verse it was. Um, but a, a male character was at a um, like a Toys R Us or whatever, and he didn't get his his child the latest and greatest toy. And somebody was commenting that the kid is going to be surprised because he doesn't have this latest and greatest toy. And the character goes, lady, he's three months old. He doesn't know what the fuck the latest and greatest toy is. All he wants to do is suck his fist. His fist. Go the fuck away. You know? And bang on a pot. Yeah. You know? You get a kid in, you know, at, at certain points in time, you get a kid a, a set of Tupperware and, and some pots and pans from Goodwill and you're set. You know? Your hearing, on the other hand, is screwed for life. But the kid's happy. <laughs> You know, like Jesus, five grand for a vibrating toy. You know, what was it? Um, my husband and I years and years and years ago to be well, a funny because we knew the kid was old enough to notice, but also relatively annoying because hey, we lived overseas. We got my niece, who I think was two, a um, motion-sensitive singing Barney. And she loved it for all of the 30 minutes that she had access to the bloody thing. Then it got thrown in the back of the car, and for the three-hour drive home for my my, uh, sister, brother-in-law, and niece, it screamed its head off in the, in the, uh, the, the trunk and came out dead. My brother uh-huh. was very happy with the toy then. <laughs> and for those people who say that's mean, well, no shit. She's my younger sister. I have every right in the world to be mean to that woman. Oh, yes, um. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because let's put it this way. Her reaction to that was, this is because I tore out the last three pages of all your books, isn't it? And I said, no, that's why I, told, I dumped out all your Aquanet. And filled it with water because she did it to my books. I think that's inappropriate. My sister loved her hair more than she loved just about anything else at that point. And the scream when when she um, and by the way, her hair is so straight and fine that you can curl it, you can dip it in shellac, and it'll fall out within thirty minutes. Aquanet was the only thing that got her most of the day with whatever she did to her hair. So I dumped it out and I filled it with water. And then she tried to do her hair the next day. That was just mean. The screen for that one was fun too. I'm her older sister. All. 
remember one year I wanted a strawberry shortcake doll, but not a strawberry shortcake. That's I wanted insane. one of my friends. I wanted one of the apricot. I wanted the apricot. I wanted the apricot doll, and um, I got her. Uh-huh. I didn't know she was gonna smell that way. It was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, those things stank. So I kept giving her a bath, and Mom was like, "What are you doing?" Uh-huh. I said, "Try to get some of that apricot smell off of her because she's too strong." It took me like six months to make that smell <laughs> reasonable. Uh, yeah, there's uh, most of the smelling toys were just revolting. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. There's. The, the things that we do to, to our siblings. Okay. Um, I don't know what else we can talk about. We've still got, what, 40 minutes? You know, it's just, I've had a very frustrating week, and um, the idea, you know, the thing is, like I said before, um, if I was going to let abusive people, like actually hostile people, run me out of fandom, that would have mm-hmm. happened long before I ever hit Harry Potter. And it's it's not mm-hmm. about um, the insults or threats, because those are easy, those are actually easy to, to really ignore. But it's this false affection wrapped around greed that I find really offensive. It's like nice fan syndrome instead of nice guy syndrome. You know, Mm, I'm a nice guy. I don't know why I can't get a girl. Mm -hmm. Bitch, if you got to tell somebody you're nice, you're not nice. Then uh, yeah, ask, actually, are you going to have... November challenge? Yes. It's actually sitting on my hard drive. My week has not been kind. So She has not put up her project file. She has it's four days. Been. I know. Chris wants to ask. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Now I have that song stuck in my head. Chris says, let's talk about sex. I always talk about sex. Um... <clears throat> You really have sex on the throne. Which throne? Well, that's the king's throne. That's not the king's throne. That's misspelled. I just naughtied you. I'm so sorry. I grandma naughtied you. My bad. Um, I wouldn't do it on the Game of Thrones throne. No, that's got spikes, doesn't it? And I wouldn't do it on the toilet, <laughs> which is also a, which is also a type of throne. Um, mm-hmm. some of them are really ornate, and they got, like, jewels and stuff, like, in the side. Um, like, on the armrests and shit, wouldn't be comfortable. No. Yeah. That's not 
it's, as often as Stargate fans like to have their characters having sex in the control chair, it doesn't look particularly comfortable. I'm trying to think about it. There's not really any place for anybody to get leverage. The English throne. I don't think Elizabeth would appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I don't personally Do I know her, but looking at her, she doesn't seem to be the kind that would tolerate those kinds of shenanigans on her throne. I'm pretty sure that's a no also. Um, huh. She would not be amused. No, she no, would really no, no. not be amused. You know, um, I just think I don't know of any throne that would be. No, there's no throne that I can think of that would be good for that. Because they're often hard looking and they're they're very yeah. narrow. And you know, honestly. There's barely enough room for one person in one, but four legs in one spot, or was one person standing up, and you know it's like you got somebody on their knees, <laughs> which is just terrible. Honestly, I can see somebody getting blown on the throne. The rest of it just seems like too much work. I, you know, Julie, I asked that's the throne. Um, the throne in Thor, you could bang on that. Totally works. You could bang on the throne of Asgard. It looks like a big bed. You could have an orgy on the throne in Asgard. <laughs> Which could be why Loki was so interested in getting it. It's a distinct possibility. Yes, the control chairs in Atlantis did recline, but they were very narrow. I mean, if you think about it, uh-huh. you're sitting astride somebody and your legs are on either side of their lap. Um, so you're stuck between their lap and the um, the armrest. You need move. You need room to move in that position. Yeah. Unless you're like sitting on their lap and like chest to back. And even then, you would want to be able to kind of shift your legs around and move to get some leverage. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. There's <laughs> <sighs> something to write about. Okay. Um. Julie put down the Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I will do it on that throne. I will do it with a bone. I will have sex in that chair, and I will not even charge you your fare. Do fare. See? That's just terrible. Uh-huh. For those of you who are curious as to why I went back on my plan, earlier in the week I had announced that I had put up three prompts, prompts and that they were the last ones I would be doing before Nano. You might have noticed earlier in the evening that two new prompts went up. One in character, which is Tony Denozo, and one in um, theme, which was 
survival. Um, mm-hmm. That's because Miss James couldn't um, needed help maintaining, not writing her nano, and she asked for Tony Dinozo as a prompt. As a distraction. I'm actually looking forward to that. From her nano. Which is going to feature Tony Dinozo. Okay, and it's Tony. I don't, I don't sense, see how that's I'll a distraction. Use it. It's Tony. I don't see how it's a distraction, though. Well, I'm going to be distracted. As soon as, as I see something pop up in there, my attention is going to be sucked in right away. I you expect know? porn. I expect porn every day until the 31st. Well, not actual porn, um, but... You're not getting me... The, the stuff I'm doing... But I wouldn't turn down porn. It's not going to have porn. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Melody. <sighs> oh, okay, so half hour yet. Um... You know, one of these days, Chris is going to have to get on here because I know she's an expat, <laughs> but I'm wondering if she, I'm no. really, really wondering if she's got really, a, uh, an Aussie accent. How dare you? Don't get her started. <laughs> Talia took Thor's throne twice. Yeah, by the way, my dad cackled really hard when he heard what was going on with the Purple Crows. He was he was incredibly thrilled. Oh, and I have somebody in my office who has not seen The Princess Bride. That is terrible. I know. It's ridiculousness. How somebody can get through life and not see the Princess Bride, I don't know. How old are they? Mid-30s? They had a terrible childhood. You need to fix it. I'm with you there. You know, um, admittedly, I've got another guy who is 31 who... As he calls himself, he's a recovering uh, Jehovah's Witness, and he's still, he's got a list of, of movies that he's got to watch that is probably incredibly insane. But he's managed to hit most of the major ones, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars. Um, I think he's gotten Princess Bride. So, when I met my husband, he had not seen Office Space. He had not oh, seen. Princess Bride, and he had not seen, um, oh, God. What was that other one he hadn't seen that was, I was kind of horrified? Um, well, then there's then there's Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't know. He's seen that. Um, it was something, uh, it was very, uh, Stay Almost Fire. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> you have Office space. Oh my God, Chris! You have to see Office Space. 
That'd be oh, great. Oh, yeah. I've seen Chunky yeah. Animals Fire, yeah. and I've, I've definitely seen the other two. Office Space and watch it. That'd be great. And also, when you watch it, you're going to get that, that joke I just did. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not right. That's not right. right. What's really sad is there's one of the teams I was on in my, my office, we used to do, instead of actually having the type of meetings where, you know, you discuss what's going on with, with um, the business and, and what's coming up next and here's all the changes, we basically went zipping through that in about five minutes and then we went, okay, break out the trivia game, let's play trivia. Or let's play, um, you know, name that movie or name that TV show. So we would spend 50 minutes of, a, of an hour meeting giggling hysterically playing these games because, fuck it, the other stuff was boring. And this was more fun. I don't watch three quarters of, uh, and didn't at the time, the shows on TV. I'm naming all these shows. People are looking at me going, how do you know this? You don't watch TV. It's like, I read the fandom. Does that count? (laughs) (sighs) Office space for those people who actually work in an office environment, um, it's kind of bizarrely like your office, only slightly tilted to the left. (sighs) Unfortunately, I know most of the people in the the characters they're they're based off of. It's ridiculous. <laughs> hmm. We're all responding to what's going on in chat. Yes. Hmm. Okay. So going back to the discussion of let's talk about sex, aside from the salt and pepper song, um, let's see, inserting sex into a thousand words or less, it gets interesting. You have to be very careful what you put in. Hello? Did we lose you? I'm here. I'm here. I'm just... You doing okay? Hmm. Okay. Toys. Um, Chris, define what type of toys you're talking about. If you're talking about toys for tots, that's one thing. If you're talking about toys for adults, pick a a, a rating, please. Yes, please. Um. Now they're quoting the lyrics. Um, sex toys. Sitting in the middle of, of someplace, you've got your, whatever you're writing on, you've got your phone connected to the internet, you've got, you know, whatever your research is, and you're checking out, okay, what is this toy in, in your writing? And somebody looks over and sees your phone. That's a good time. 
a long time ago, there was this mm-hmm. vibrator you could buy that you plugged into your iPod or your um, whatever device you're using to – you plug it into the headphone mm-hmm. jack or whatever device you, you, you wanted, right. and the vibrator would match the beat of the music. Well, okay then. I never had one, but I kind of wanted one. The Venus butterfly uh, is an actual sex toy. And it um it has two parts. You you put you put it on like a pair of panties. Um and you um it <laughs> it, it you put the one part in it inserts and it kind of um shifts around and moves inside the the vagina. And um, the other part flicks the clit. <clears throat> and apparently Amazon sells them. Really? I didn't realize that. Fuck, did I just... Yeah, Amazon sells it. Okie dokie then. Ha <laughs> Oh, the things you learn when you when you start talking about sex toys. I think the actual um, sex act that they are talking about in Law and Order um, is um, stimulating the clit with your tongue while you finger fuck a woman. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I think that's what they talked about in LA and um, LA Law, but um. I don't know. I don't know for certain. I was very young, and I'm not sure. Um, Julie says, I had to put the phone down for a second to answer a question. Literally two seconds, and I came back and got topic with with, whiplash. (laughs) It happens. Uh Uh-huh. Sex toys. It started out with sex toys. Um, I'm going to go over and look up the definition of Venus butterfly, because... um, that's just based on how the sex toy works. If you're going to do it as a human being, um, that's what I would think um, it would be. You know, um, I, I hate to say this, but the link that, that Chris put up is just, it looks cool. Okay, that's going to get... Uh, well, and... That down there. Thank you. Oh. Did you put that link too? Jilly's? No, I went over to oh. kinkily dot com. Um, it's a term for various sexual techniques uh, from a book mm-hmm. called The One Hour Orgasm. Um, okay, my version that I was talking about is the Sue Johnson or the Sue Johansson variation, um, which mm-hmm. involves clitoral stimulation with the tongue and fingers in the vagina. Um, But apparently, 
the one-hour orgasm variation um, involves fraudage. Okay. Will you rub the penis against the um, the vulva and the clit? Softly, like a butterfly's wings. <laughs> For an hour. Uh, <clears throat> My first thought was lube. I'm sorry. All this is done using a lubricant. There is a lubricant. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm gonna go on board with this too, jo, um, Johansson variation. Um, an hour? No, an hour? No, I'm too old for an hour. Fifteen minutes? I'm like, are you done? <laughs> are you sure you're not done? It's been fifteen whole minutes. <laughs> Could you be done? <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're 25, an hour of sex seems reasonable. When you're my age, an hour of sex seems like an opportunity to make an appointment with my chiropractor. You know, all I can think of is, is as rude as it is, I just, no, I don't want to, no. Do I, I don't know if I want to click that. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I got, yeah, I do got too dark. I mean, that's just, just too much time. I could be having a sandwich. Oh my God! <laughs> when did I become the man <laughs> in my relationship? <laughs> I'm just at that point in my life when I like to get mine and move on. Sounds reasonable to me. I got books to read, porn to write, cheesecake to consider. You're absolutely right. Hey, it's just too much time. Did you see the Did you see the cheesecake I put up? Mm-mm. The tiramisu cheesecake. Hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering if they have for the remote wait a survivor. Second, you know, Dark says she needs to buy batteries could, for her vibrator remote. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I have not made vibrators that fluffy cotton cheesecake, but I really, really want to. Um, but it seems so. Sickening? Weird. Yeah, no. I'm not going to do that. I no. I what I want is I want the tiramisu one. 
That one that honestly looks best. I'm actually kind of wondering why um, vibrators haven't come, in, you know, hooked into the, the charging station, you know, like you do your phones. Makes sense to me. The funniest thing I ever read was the Viagra Diary. If you've not read the Viagra Diary, you, you've you not lived. She goes from super excited about the Viagra, her husband's prescription, <laughs> to wanting the whole world to end. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying... Mhm. Things. Oh. You know, one of the things that I, I I will say I have occasionally gone and looked up is you know when people are um the name they include things in. Uh, stories. Occasionally I'll pause, I'll break out Google, and I'll look up whatever thing they mention. Sometimes just that way I can figure out what the hell they're talking about because I don't have an imagination that good. And sometimes I just don't get what the, the I don't get what the appeal is on some of them. Others they're interesting. I have a Lelo or Lelo, L E L O vibrator. Hello. Uh huh. Um, because my my Hitachi Magic Wand died, and um, I made the brave well, decision to not replace it. Um, because I had gotten used to the. You know, the Hitachi Magic Wand basically mm-hmm. has two settings. Um, oh, my God, and holy fucking Sky Fairy. <laughs> and there's really no in-between. Um, and I, uh, I, so you got, so the, so if you use the Hitachi Magic Wand for, for a long time, it just kind of desensitizes the clitoris. And um, so I decided not to replace it. But um, uh-huh. about a about six or eight, maybe eight months before, um, Original Tempest had sent me a, a, a gift certificate to Amazon, um, <laughs> and I had bought a Lilu with it. Um, it was very cute and purple, um, and I had um, and the reason I figured out that I had a, I had a sensitivity problem is because the Lilu didn't do jack shit for me when I first got it um, because I was used to that Hitachi magic wand it practically needs kickstand um, and okay. uh, so I when my Hitachi magic wand died um, I started you know having to um, I just didn't 
masturbate for weeks and months. Um, for a very long time, it was terrible. Uh, to just kind of get my sensitivity back, and I did not replace the Hitachi Magic Wand because it was just it was providing too much too much stimulation. But I really really like my Lilu. It's aw- <clears throat> it's awesome. Um, it's got a lot of power for a device that charges. Uh, it, it doesn't take batteries. You charge it. Um, and um, it's great. It cleans really well. It, it doesn't have... Um, one of the things I didn't like about the Hitachi Magic Wand is that the head was kind of porous. Not porous, but it was... Um, cleaning was a little difficult for the Hitachi Magic Wand, unless yeah. you didn't want to get attached. I really didn't like the attachment. Um, mm-hmm. And so I have issues with that. And... Um, um, so I I really enjoyed the uh the I really enjoyed the um the 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 Lilu. It's nice. I'm gonna get a link. Uh is there mm-hmm. hmm. So I joked about it and told um um, original Tempest that every time I masturbate I think of him because um, he bought my vibrator <laughs> so I recall the first time his reaction was what? Huh? what? no no he's cool with it he knew he knew when I bought it I told him I said thank you for my vibrator and he's like what? <laughs> yeah the first time after that he's kind of like oh sure yeah no no problem that's what I bought you <sighs> yep What's really funny is me and my mom share a um, Amazon account. How did that go over? One day she's looking through the history for something for herself, something that she bought herself and she wanted to buy again. And she clicked on one of my purchases. She called me. She says, "Oh my God, why are you buying sex toys from Amazon? We could have gone to um, the store." Get <laughs> <laughs> a certificate. And she went, oh, wow, that, that's okay. <laughs> the sex store that is closest to me is in an old, um, basically in an old Walgreens. And it's been there for like 20-something years at this point, 25 years or so. Now, and This is the one that I got huge. a long time ago, but it's, it's three years old, so you can't get that one. Um on Amazon anymore, but they have a newer version that you can get. Which that is, looks interesting. You can get the new one there. That's Gee, what originally. It's a personal massager. It's a personal massager. Huh. After you. Jeez, it's very nice in the hand. And if it's not charged, you can actually use it while it's charging. Cool. They've got a... Why would it be charged? <laughs> what kind of monster are you? <laughs> They've got a couple of different ones on here. Okay. But I am I am very fond of my Lilu because it's um, powerful enough, but not too powerful. Um, and I, I'm a big fan of the Hitachi. I I love the Hitachi, um, but it um, I just 
I do give it up. Things to think about. Because... No. God, why do I click on links with you you people? <laughs> well, Chris is the one that wants to talk about sex toys. So, of course, she has a whole bunch well, of links. yeah. Raised by a pack of feral leather daddies. Let's not forget. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. She is a product of her raising. What is a packer? Um, okay, Jeep. Uh, for those who are um, female to male, um, transgender, is that the appropriate term? I don't want to insult anybody or um, use the wrong term. A packer is, um, uh, it's not a strap on. A, a packer is a, um, it goes into the underwear to stimulate a penis. And it can be in different um, states of arousal, mm-hmm. and it can be different sizes. Um, but basically, it's to um, give um, a person who is female to male um, the, uh, or someone who's just genderqueer, um, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, the experience of having um, male genitals in the in in your pants. <laughs> So. so it looks like you have a dick when you're wearing pants. Um, it looks like you have um, the package. Mhm. And you can wear, it, yeah, you can wear it with a with a harness. Um, and um, and then of course there's a strap on. Um, but it's a it's a much better alternative to socks, absolutely. So it it looks more natural. It looks like um, a ball and penis. Balls and penis. A penis and balls. It looks like, at least um, from the casual glance, that you have a complete set, basically. (laughs) Yeah. I think probably you probably do need to wear it with a harness unless you get one um unless you have particularly tight fitting underwear to set it against. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris said she'd have to get an emergency chip to the chiropractor if she used a strap on. <laughs> Not if you were on bottom. Mm. Strap it on some like some youngish man, give it a ride. <laughs> Okay, if she's not a youngish man, she can take him for a ride. Well, I'm just saying, if he wants to strap one on, he can take it for a ride for her. You don't got to stop being kinky just because you're old. I don't, I don't think to. that woman's ever going to stop being kinky. 
But go ahead and make an appointment for your car parking just in case. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> oh God, things. Nope, not clicking on that one. I'm clicking on it. You know what? I think these articles um, like this are actually derogatory. Um, because of how they... Disturbing sex toys. So what they're doing is, is they're dissecting people's kinks and calling them disturbing. Yeah. Then again, I'm sorry, but Number 21 is just, I don't yeah, know how you would put that. Just a, it's just a gate device. I know. How is that disturbing? It's not disturbing at all. Um, I, you know what? That's has. actually pretty funny. Number 21 is funny. I. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Uh-huh. And this, this 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 chastity device is is not disturbing. I think you know, articles like no, this they just painful um, looking. And breast enhancements that's something that um someone who is um male to female transgender w- would appreciate. Again, not disturbing. So um I just I find these articles really uh wait what do you do with the cone? I don't want to know. Actually, I have a clue, but I'm I'm going to keep ignoring my clue. Oh, oh, I I I read. That's not uh-huh. actually a sex toy. That's a medical device, isn't it? Uh, um, the anal speculum, isn't that? Yeah, that's a medical device. Uh, it's 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 based off of a, a medical advi- uh, device. Oh, by the way. The, the the vibrator that you were talking about from the um, uh, uh, iPod, it's still there. They still have it. It's number 10. That number 12... I kept right on scrolling. The tongue vibrator. Yes, I've seen that in action. That's just disturbing. The idea is 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 interesting, but the the look of it. Yeah, the oh my god vibrator. I've always wanted one. Uh, we'd have to definitely uh, give you a list of bass-heavy um, pieces of music, then. Okay. Now you I know where thinking, to find um, it. I was thinking probably that song that really, um, uh, what's that? Um, if Senna was here, she'd be able to tell me. It's my favorite song that I liked a lot that she showed me. Um, the Counting Sheep one. Counting sheep one? Uh. 
Oh, we're down to 90 seconds. But anyway, I, you know, these, these articles are funny on the out, but they're also, a lot of these articles on Cracked are, are really derogatory towards people and things. Um, I've seen them about fandom. I've seen them about tattoos where they actually show people, um, real people with their tattoos. It's just really um, mm-hmm. mean. It's mean stuff, and I don't okay, necessarily yeah. approve of it um, as a rule. Yeah. No, it's not bare naked ladies. It's um, something circle, fire circle. It is very judgmental. It is very judgmental. Anyway, down to 46 seconds. You guys have a great weekend. Okay. And um, we'll see you later. Say goodnight. Doodle. Good night. Good <laughs> night.